Welcome to the Crack Dan Comedy Club! <laughs> On tonight's show, we feature Jack Hester, James Cadden, Taryn O'Sullivan, and John Caleri. Plus, Eddie joins us live from the Galway Comedy Festival. And we talk about Bad Dad Part 3, the first gay kiss on Irish telly, and no more tweets! No more! All right, welcome to the crack, Dan. Eddie is away. Where are you, Eddie? I'm in Galway. Uh huh. Back for the festival, doing a few gigs. I, yesterday, I did three gigs. Um, I did start of the day with a bus tour, a comedy bus tour. <laughs> and then the next gig I did was an Irish language gig. And then I just did a regular old stand up comedy club gig uh, to top the day off, oh, yeah, which yeah. is by far the easiest of the three. Yeah, and um, was it a was it a well, pre-organized yeah. bus gig, or you just get on, you just got on a bus and just tried out some it's material? The Galway to Dublin bus. I brought a little <laughs> mini speaker. I had one joke because I, I said I'm from Galway. Look out the window to your right there. Yeah, everyone see that lady? Yeah, that's my ex girlfriend. Everyone give her the middle finger, quick, together. Come on. Um, <laughs> and then another ex girlfriend, and another one, and another one. Yeah, they were all, everyone in Galway was my ex. Everyone yell out. He's doing very well for himself. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> what else would nice you like to say to his? Uh, what else would you like to say to your ex? I just wasn't feeling it that night. Yell that out to that strange lady <laughs> over there at the traffic lights. He just wasn't it's into it. It's not a regular night. problem. Okay. <laughs> I was just tired. Okay, on the count of three, everybody. One, two. <laughs> it wasn't um, lipstick. It great. was ketchup. Okay, everybody. One, two, three. It wasn't lipstick. It was ketchup on his collar. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and then oh, last night in the uh, crack den, we can go back to Eddie's uh, adventures, but that just reminded me last night I was, uh, I'm holding down the fort and uh, a packed night in last night. And there was three, I mean, I didn't want to stereotype, but there were three very tall lads sitting at the back, you know, against the bar in the side room. I said, where are you tall? They looked European. But I said, where are you tall lads from? The Netherlands, of course. And I said, what do you do? The guy in the middle, I go, what do you, what do, you do as a job? And he goes, I work for the shitty. I work for the city. I was like, what are you, Batman? Who works for the city? So then it was just doing this. He was the Dutch Batman for the rest of the show. And then uh, every time, it was funny. I, I can't do the Netherlands accent, but uh, if you just add the lisp and uh, reach us, uh, it's, just, it's just funny. <laughs> to do. And then I pulled the uh, the black uh, curtain behind me as part of my cape. And I was like, and it was just like the BFG, you know, this massive, tall, lanky Batman just strolling through the city. Anyways, uh, that was one of the recurring jokes of last night. It was great fun. Nice. nice. Sounds like a good night. Yeah, it was good. And then the the reason was, so you you was it was a lot of that night you doing uh, impressions of Dutch people to a group of Dutch people with uh, a heavy lisp and a growly tone. Is that what was that what it ended up being? Sort of. Yeah, it was that. But that were the only three Dutch people in. And then also we had Americans and uh, you know the usual few English. Some Italianos. You could have guessed their names. Roberto and Marco. So yeah, it's nice. Was... We trade on stereotypes at the crack den. Yeah, of and course. It really, a lot it of the time. Well. A lot of People the time. People love stereotypes. A lot of the time. A lot like of the they, time. Crowds, 
<laughs> we don't come up with the stereotype. We're told we're... they do it. The audience. What's your name, Roberta? What's your name, Marco? Where are you from? Italy. They did it all. That's they're, they're doing yeah. the stereotype. We're just going. Mm. Mm. That's what we thought, but we didn't say it out loud. <laughs> we're all... <laughs> yeah, we're all told growing up stereotypes are very bad. Don't use stereotypes. And then you start comedy and you're like, everyone loves a stereotype, apparently. Yeah, yeah. You know, and a lot of the time, where do they get the stereotypes from? Well, that's, I mean, a lot of French people are rude when you visit Paris. I mean, that's all <laughs> yeah. I'm saying. All you need to do is talk <laughs> to the people. <laughs> where do these stereotypes come from? Ugh, get out of my shop. I don't know. Ugh. All right. <laughs> boof. Boof. All right, Mr. Frencho. <laughs> Yeah, where, where are you from? Italiano. Uh, and I was doing my bit uh, about uh, like uh, Damo is a real, real Irish, especially Dublin thing. Damo, Anto, Deco, and and then and then and then Italy was there. Like, oh, Australia does it, Jano. Dublin does it, Jano. And Italy is the other, only other place I know on the planet that puts an O at the end of names because they're on Damiano. So, but it's different. Are you, but is that, do they do it officially? It's like on your passport, you'd be Damiano. I wonder. I should ask them. I think it's more official. I think we're, we're just lazy and the Italians are like, it sounds beautiful. Yeah, the Let's Italians love ending with a vowel. All their words end in a vowel. That's why when they speak just regular yeah. old English that ends with a T, they'll put a vowel at the end of that. You yeah, know? yeah. Vente. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Is that 10? I don't know. But um, is that coffee? Probably. <laughs> large I don't know but anyway sidetracked it was a great night so then I want to hear more about your time over in Goy but let's uh, let's get to an act we had for the first time and he's Irish as you'll hear but he, this was his first time gigging in Ireland because he's been living in London for forever now the first thing you need to know about me is I grew up in a haunted house right now when I say that to people they don't believe me but picture this a small country town in Ireland a Church of England church British soldiers used to go to this church Ireland got its independence the soldiers left and the church became a ruin the council took over the site and said does anyone want to buy this site and build a house on it and a rumour went around the town that if you built a house there the house would be haunted they couldn't sell the site my dad bought it <laughs> really fucking cheap right <laughs> And I was talking to the town planner a couple of years ago and he said he still believes to this day that my dad started that rumour. <laughs> you know, it's good to know that one Irish man profited from British occupation. Yeah. Hey, Jack Hester. Nice. He was over for the whole weekend. It was great. It was great gigging with the full weekend. Yeah, he ripped blast. it. I love Jack. Had a blast. Um, oh, so good. How was your... So, yeah, I've been gone for about a week now. How's, how's uh, life going with you, Damo? Yep, club's going good. Family life. I've, I, just, I stuffed up again. I was a bad dad again by accident. So um, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you about that. No toys this time. <laughs> no stupid planes. But I'll tell you about that in a minute. But, like, let's uh, let's get some more comedy in there before I uh, tell you about how bad of a person I am. So uh, let's, uh, James Cadden was on next. And uh, he's from Monaghan, and he's got a quite a dark sense of humour. And people bloody love it. So here's James Cadden. How's it going? Uh, my name is James. I'm 33 years old from County Monaghan. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, I grew up on a farm in County Monaghan. So to describe what that was like, I think the best way to do it is to tell you guys my earliest childhood memory. 
Would you like to hear my earliest childhood memory? Yeah. All right, true story. I swear to God this happened when I was three years old. Uh, there's no way to sugarcoat this, unfortunately. When I was three years old, a cow shit in my mouth. <laughs> yep, and I've been talking shite ever since. Well, hey! Uh, no, in all seriousness, it was actually a very traumatic event that has sort of uh, formed my personality and shaped me. And, like Batman, for example. That's a good origin story, you know? Bruce Wayne saw his parents get murdered in front of him, decides I'm gonna fight crime, he becomes Batman. I was three years old and a cow shit in my mouth. That's when I became Scatman. Oh. Mm. Gross. Uh, so yeah, growing up in Monaghan wasn't fun, didn't have a good time. Uh, didn't have a good time in school, actually. There was this one guy, right, he bullied me every day. He hated me. Hated me for being gay. Uh, even though I'm not actually gay. <laughs> Personally, I'd expect more from a primary school teacher, but, um, yeah. And you know what? He owned the cow, too, so this guy really <laughs> fucked me over. Should never have been an educator. It's a disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> James hey. Cadden. Excellent. Nice. Love nice. it when James comes on. Yeah, that was cool, man. Uh, yeah, just talk about him like he was traumatized. Okay, maybe maybe I wasn't too bad at that, but this is what happened. You know how I'm not good at reading, Eddie? I'm not very good at the old reading. Um, yes, but I mean, yeah. yeah. Especially numbers. Even relatively speaking, you're still well able. I'm well able. I'm better with words than numbers. But like, you know, um, I, I, I joked about this on stage the other night. Like my, uh, I was diagnosed with dyslexia just last week from my laptop. I just underlined everything I spelled in red, you know. Uh, but uh, yeah, so numbers, I'm, I'm bad with numbers anyway. So this is what happened. He got an invite. His first party, because he started school, his first party invite was hand-coloured in by his mate Theo. I was like, brilliant. He's gone to a party. So this is last weekend. And uh, and RSVP, his mum, right? So I looked at the number. Yeah, I put it in my phone. I double-checked it, triple-checked it. I, think, yeah, I cool. think I know where this is going. Yeah, yeah, he missed the party. Hmm. So what did it say on the invite? So it asked for P, uh, I, I texted her. It didn't say delivered and it didn't go through, but I was like, ah, but she probably saw it. You know, she's busy. Mums are busy. Pe pe parents are busy. Um, and like, do you have to, if he shows up, he's still going to be like, they'll be like, ah, Max. And then they're not going to kick him out of the party. Do you get me? But here's the thing. It was at a farm, right? And so Wait, so hold on. Sorry, did you, did you got the day wrong? What? I'm confused. No, I text saying, oh, we can go to the party. But, right, she didn't have my number to that RSVP because I got her number wrong. She has four fours in her phone number. My brain just couldn't. I saw three fours. I just couldn't. And I, I looked at it so many times. And I was like, because it didn't deliver. So I was like, is that the right number? I kept checking. I couldn't see four fours. Apparently, I see three fours instead of four fours. If it was five fours, would I have put four fours? I don't know. So anyway, that's I found that out later. So anyway... The farm that the party was going to be at, all the animals got this bloody disease. So I don't know what happened. So they sent a message to Theo's mum going, yo, unless you want these diseased kids, have your party elsewhere. Sorry about that. And she goes, all right, cool. So they changed the venue and messaged everyone who had RSVP'd, which I was not one of them because I got a bloody number wrong. So me, Max is all dressed up, wrapped the present. He wrote in his card, la, 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 all the rest of it. We rock up to this farm. The barrier is down. Closed, big sign. I was like, oh, they've hired out the whole farm. Fancy. <laughs> so me and Bumbo. Damo, you're so, you're the most 
optimistic person I've ever met. Your brain, you just don't go. It takes so long for your brain to find oh, the no. negative. You're like, they've, they've hired the whole city. Yeah. The farm is closed. You're like, wow. Well, I had the invite. They've rented Ireland. It's everywhere, it's Max. It said time and place. I got the right address. It said closed. I'm not going to go. My first thought isn't going to be, oh, all the animals are diseased. Do you know what I mean? So we we army my crawled. First we army that will crawled. be my first thought. Another <laughs> pandemic. I wish Eddie was there. Some, like, Let's get out of here. Someone fucked a pig. Someone fucked a bat. Someone. Another pandemic. Is there a pangolin Sorry, in Max. there? Is there a pangolin in there? A new variant is on the way. So we put on our hazmat suits. We crawled under the barrier. No, we crawled under the barrier. We ran up. There was like no, no one. No farmers. No animals. Empty pens. I was like, something's up. So luckily I've got the phone number of uh, a mutual mate that we know that like their parent goes. So I, I rang them. That's the only other parent only from the school already. And uh, that will talk to me. And uh, they, because <laughs> I always look wrecked in the morning. They're like, I'm not talking to that bloody guy. Um, and they go, oh yeah, the party was this morning in the some play factory thing. I was like, what? She goes, didn't you get the RSVP? Didn't you get the, didn't you get the message? I was like, no. So then I had to go to Max. I was like, he's like, where is the party data? And I had to go, oh, it's, uh, it was this morning somewhere else. We missed it. Mm -hmm. And then uh, he was grand. Then we went to uh, a toy shop and I got him a Hot Wheels car for one ninety nine, and he was delighted. So it was a happy ending. But then the that's sad a good, That's a good turnover. Yeah, why not? Uh, and, and I got him a Hot Wheels. So the next the next time he saw him at school, I was there at pickup. He ran up and he goes, sorry, I missed your party theory. And I gave him his present. Ah, and they hugged. Nah. And I was like, oh, thank heavens for that. And it was it was full of uh, uh, infected feathers. Yeah, oh, man. I was like, the... Theo's definitely has cow disease now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's back. <laughs> They, they went out of their way to avoid this infected farm. And, I just, and then Dave and Max bring the disease to school anyway <laughs> the next day. We're covered. Our boots are still covered in muck. <laughs> say, like, keep out. Keep out. Caution. Disease. And Dave was like, oh, cool. It's a fancy dress party. Save your children. <laughs> and I've got like mud all over my elbows and <laughs> over my knees. Get Max, kids. give the president to you. Make sure uh, you rub his face in it. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, so the school will probably be closed down soon. I'll be like, all right, private party in the school. Sweet. Come on, Max. <laughs> um, well, see, you're still a good dad. You you tried. I tried, man. I tried. Poor kid, though. Um, not as bad as last week, in fairness. That was... Yeah, that could have been easily avoided, like buying... And, and still both have happy endings. You know, these are the stories that make people. Yeah, I hope, I hope, yeah, that like he doesn't miss out on too much more just because I can't bloody get things right. But anyway, it'll be grand. Speaking of childhood emotional damage, next up we've got Taryn. Oh, Taryn has. Talk about damaged. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, she's a comedian, so she must be damaged in some way. But um, no, <laughs> on, stage, on stage you wouldn't know, I guess. But uh, yeah, Taryn, she opened us up by talking about her birthday. And then uh, there's these lads at the back that we were talking to during the night and they were like just dubs, like dub lads wearing black, just all black. One of them had a chain around his neck, like like a bike chain. <laughs> just And they were, they were good fun. But like every now and then, like they'd, they'd 
pep up and say something. So when Taryn was on, she was talking about something, as you'll hear. And in case you want to know what they say, they, they go, it was a terrible time for us, they say. And uh, then Taryn deals with it. It was great. So here's Taryn O'Sullivan. Guys, how are we? My name's Taryn. I recently turned 30. <laughs> Who's surprised? Yeah, I recently turned 30. And I was thinking back for my 29th birthday, I couldn't celebrate properly because all the pubs were closed. Like, what the fuck? Um, I spent my 29th birthday by the canal with the rats. Um, yeah, someone gave me an all. Um, but on a side note, like rats are so intelligent. They have tiny little rat cans, little cans of beer and little, little elf bars. Like, it's amazing. Um, that's not funny, that's just serious. Um, but yeah, so for my 30th birthday, I was able to celebrate properly. And I was thinking back to the whole thing. It wasn't particularly like the publicans I felt sorry for or like the likes of us, like the punters and the alcoholics. Um, but I felt genuinely, and I know you girls agree with me here, I felt genuinely really sorry for the perverts. What does everyone think? I was terrible <laughs> Now we have a particularly dangerous individual in the back. Now I, guys, I didn't want to bring any attention to him. Could he raise his arm? Yeah, raise your arm. One of Ireland's most dangerous criminals is in the room. Um, now, if he is to get horny, um, we're all to play dead. Um, if you could keep your hands where we could see them. Taryn O'Sullivan. That was great. And uh, uh, Taryn. Yeah, they didn't talk much after that, those lads. After that. <laughs> they didn't put up their hands as perverts, but then they were like, uh, yeah, just kept at them uh, for, during a whole set. It was very good. Cool. Great. Great, it was top night. So, uh, yeah, yeah, you're, the, I, I want to know more about this Irish language gig, Eddie, because um, I've, I've never even been to one, because, you know, I wouldn't know what bloody hell I was saying, but what was it, it like? Make, it wouldn't make much sense to go demo. It mm. wouldn't get a lot of the jokes. Um, What's it like? What Do they talk about actually oh, funny. English speakers, or what is it like? So, uh, no, so the, the name of the show on the festival website is Gaelga, Goira Os Gaelga, which means laughing in Irish. And then the description is all in Irish. And at the very start of the, of the uh, paragraph, it says uh, Irish language comedy show. And then it gives an, a description in Irish. And um, there was a group of like six Americans who turned up at the gig, apparently. And um, the, they didn't understand what anyone was saying in the venue. So they're like there a half hour before the gig. And everyone's going, and um these Americans are like, wow, what, uh, where, where, where are these, where, what are you speaking? And um, so the usher was like, they're like, well, we're American. They're like, oh, did you, did you read the description? They're like, we're here for the Irish comedy show. Uh, and then, um, so basically they just said like, look, don't come to this show. Like, And then they said, go across town. There's another comedy night. And uh, at the, the, the festival, were just like, they, so, someone like went on a walkie-talkie, but again, there's a bunch of Americans again. Yeah, no, they didn't read anything of the description. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they sent them to another comedy club. Know, but it's yeah. just, it's it's Americans, like, there's so much more confidence that they speak their mind quickly. And then they have this reputation around the world for not being the sharpest. But actually, statistically, you know, they've made the iPhone, they've made uh, fucking most of the internet. Most yeah. of this amazing tech comes from America. Wasn't that like Asia? Wasn't that Asia? 
Now we're going with America. For this. Okay, fair they do. You know, <laughs> Wasn't that like a Chinese babies made iPhones? No, but they designed it. The Americans designed it. That's the main thing. Chinese but, babies with dummies in their mouth making the. Is that they're also they're also confident in America that the ones who aren't smart, and there's like what over three hundred million of them, the ones who aren't smart when they're away in different countries, they have the confidence of the smart ones, and they go and say things like, "What's that?" I don't know. Yeah, <clears throat> and then hear you just hear you hear more from the less smart ones because they have the confidence over here. If you're not smart, we are told, don't be confident. Don't be, you know, keep your thoughts inside, keep them all in your head. No one wants yeah. to hear them. But most uh, people are like, in America. Uh, most people will stay quiet and go, I'll see if I can just figure this out or just whisper it. What does that mean? You know, what's that? Yeah. That's what most people yeah. do. And then quietly learn not to inconvenience anyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I do like it when, cause I would, but I would rather someone speak their mind than not. Like you know, I'd rather know what someone's thinking than not know what they think. So like, I I, I appreciate it when someone does go up going, "What's that mean?" I'd rather them ask than them just like, "I guess I just don't know what that guy was saying." You know? Yeah, yeah. And like, that, this is the other thing. The this American. is a bit. This is a bit of a jump. But woke culture that I'm in and sort of agree with. I mean, I say I'm in. We're all in because it's just, just, you know, it's the world. That was a twist. It's the it's the twelve. No, yeah, but you know how like people go, oh, you can't say this, you can't say that, whatever. I agree. Yet no one wants to hurt anyone's feelings, and if they do, well, didn't they? Didn't you know? If you don't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. You remember? Like no one. That that saying's been around for bloody what centuries. If you haven't got anything nice, say don't say anything. Oh, we know this. Speaking. If you're of, triggered by this podcast, just take to pause it. Stop listening. Like you can't, you, this whole thing about being triggered. I get it sometimes if it's like someone's saying something hateful, but sometimes, a lot of the time, it's just like you have to deal with your own emotions. Deal with don't, your own. Uh, don't blame us. Can't be putting it all on everyone else. Like, oh, I'm triggered, so you have to all stop and shut up now. Well, if you're triggered, maybe have a look in the mirror at the trigger. It's you. Never look in the mirror. Yeah, no, you're dead I'm right. I'm talking about the man in, in the, the mirror. mirror. A triggering song for some because of the <laughs> writer of the song. Yeah, well, I wish I wish Michael Jackson had a Northern Irish accent. I'm looking at the man in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about the man in the mirror. Are you all right, Annie? Annie, are you okay? Are you fucking okay, Annie? Annie, are you fucking okay, Annie? Are you okay, Annie? <laughs> I'm looking in the mirror. Are you okay, Annie? Annie, are you okay? <laughs> it's a thriller night, man. Any any night's a thriller night up there, I guess. <laughs> Here, beat it. Beat it. <laughs> Fucking beat it. Good old Michael. Speaking of freedom Lock of speech. Look in the mirror Lock and fucking mirror. beat it. Beat it. Elon Musk owns Twitter now outright. That's the news of the week. He owns He'll be it. triggering people. He's triggering left, right, and center. So, like, freedom of speech. He's triggering me. I'm triggered. I'm I'm deleting mm. my Twitter account. See you later. Wouldn't it be triggered being oh. turned on? Because I am triggered, guys. By Elon Musk. Wouldn't this be the best thing that happened in the world? I mean, it won't because people love having followers. But imagine if it was like, okay, the news is out. Elon Musk does own Twitter. Everyone on earth deleted the Twitter account. Wouldn't that be the funniest? That that would be the funniest thing Earth has ever done. 
the richest man on earth is like, right, I control your speech. And everyone just went, no, you don't. They hold down on the app. It shakes around. You push the X, deleted app. Boom. No power over me, Musk. And and no one would know that it was deleted because no one would have any source of news. So we'd all be <laughs> and then, and then everyone would re re they 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 would download it again so they could look on Twitter to see <laughs> what yeah. everyone was saying yeah, about yeah, everyone. Everyone, everyone saying to each other. Everyone saying, "Did you hear the big news? No, did you? No, I thought maybe someone else did. Ah, I better download that app again. Better download Twitter and see what's going on in the news about deleting Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> talking about uh, talking about the news. So this Irish language gig, back to the news, right? Yeah, so yeah, I, um, I, I did, a, I did my set. So I translated some of my like regular, some of my jokes into Irish, and then I did which ones? A couple of stories about uh, about Irish stuff that I wrote for the show, and um, one of them was about doing an audition for Ross Naroon. Do you know? Have you ever heard of Ross Naroon? It's a TV show. Is it? Is it? In is Irish. it a soap opera with in Irish? Yeah, it's like Home and Away, but the actors aren't good looking. And it's in, instead of on the beach, it's in a muddy bog. <laughs> it's Home and Away in bog huts in the rain. <laughs> With people dying of starvation. With actors that, who look like the elephant That would man. be a great... Do you know how in soap operas they're always replacing actors? The, the famine would be the perfect scenario. It's like, oh, this actor got a big job in Hollywood. No, they died of the famine. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, so the audition. So I did. I did the story in the Irish language because it was an Irish language audition. So I did. Um, I went in uh, to the room, and uh, the character was actually he was gay, right? His name was Connor, and he was. Uh, What's that got and, to do with uh, Ross Naroon? Ross Naroon have always been very uh, progressive as a TV show. They had the first uh, gay kiss on screen in Ireland in like the mid nineties. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> um, so they've always had uh, like a lot of LGBT characters, which is great. Brilliant. But I, it's funny you can do anything when you're in the mud. <laughs> <laughs> Rolling around in the muck. I just imagine it's like, do you remember the, is it tattoo? All the things she said, all the things she said, the, the two girls kissing in the rain in Russia. I imagine that in Ross and Rune, two lads yeah. rolling around in the bog. All the things she said, all the things he 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 said, the rain, brilliant. But in, in, in Ross and Rune, right, they, uh, they've got a lot of LGBT Q characters, but well, not Q because there's no Q in the Irish language, so it's just LGBT. Oh, how are the queer? They can't people? have the Q. What's Q? So, What's uh, queer yeah. in Irish? There is none. Oh, whoops! Sorry about that. Queer people. It does. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of anger on. Hey, Twitter I don't hear much that. about the queer people. Change. Uh, they're 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 on Ross Maroon, and so I did this audition <laughs> for. <laughs> But are they? There's no QQQ. Because you hear, like, yeah, I've got gay mates, lesbian mates, trans. Like, by gent, like, what's the other one? But I, there's no one, like, I'm queer. I'm queer. Like, who's the TV, queer? The TV, you know, you know when your TV goes to, like, those bars and the boop and the multicolored rainbow bars? Yeah. Yeah, that's what happens when they're like, I, I guess, uh, you know, which were you? Unwill to LGBT or unwill to. And the boop. The letter doesn't exist. 
So the whole the TV station starts to kind of shake. And they can't even replace it with something else, can they? Can they? Can they put a? a is W W isn't even and K, K K isn't in the Irish language, is it? The letter K W. I'm sure. Because you, sure you couldn't even go, you couldn't even go queer. You couldn't say queer with a K W E E R. Good year. You couldn't even do that. Maybe that's maybe that's what they do. I don't know. I'm, I'm really making this up as I go along. I a just know there's no Q in the a language. C with a fodder, um, like in Kira, queerer, <laughs> <laughs> L B G T, queerer. Anyway, um, so anyway, so, so I was I, I was auditioning for this character. And uh, I did the scene, scene went well, but the, there was a producer and a director in the room and the director was from Connemara and I understood the producer uh, well from Galway City and then the, but then the director uh, like gave me some notes to do the scene again, which is how auditions generally work. Um, and the director, I just, Connemara Irish, I don't know if you've ever been to Connemara, but uh, it is the most difficult language, like they speak so fast, they make... They will not slow down for anyone. It doesn't matter. They're just going to go. And so this director said to me, And I was like, oh, sorry, man. I need Higgum. I don't understand. Can you say it again, basically? And he goes, They're fucking, I swear to God. I've been out to Connemara loads. They sound Russian out there. They really wow. do. It's It's so... It's so guttural. It's down in your throat. You know, it's like, The West attacks. The West Full attack. on, man. Putin. Putin's from Linan. Is that why you didn't get the, that way they didn't get the acting Ross and Rune gig? You're like, I'm not listening to this Russian guy from Connemara. What is this Russian propaganda TV show <laughs> with, with Irish men rolling around in muck? I don't know about this. <laughs> I didn't get it's part probably because I didn't understand. I think he was what he was actually saying to me is your car is parked in my space. <laughs> Talking to Ross Maroon, John Caleri. John Caleri's from the West of Ireland as well. And he closed the show the other night. And Talking about the Lord. first kiss on Irish TV, <laughs> John Caleri. Because Ireland is really good for people not caring really about their jobs. You know, in the States, people go, it's my job, hey, it's our job, it's my job, hey, my job. <laughs> Everything on American TV is about work. I gotta get to work, honey, I gotta go to work. <laughs> yeah, be late for work, I'm late for work, I gotta go. Mom, can we talk about it? We can't talk about it, I'm late for work. We'll talk about it today, honey. <laughs> Mom, I better go, I'll be late for work. Irish people wake up and if they're slightly late, like, 20 to 10. I go, oh, fuck, I'm late for work. I'll go back to sleep. <laughs> no, I don't care. I don't care about it. And Americans go crazy, and when they're not doing your job, hey, you're not doing your job, buddy, hey. Because we don't give a fuck about that. You're not doing your job. Why ain't you doing your job? <laughs> I told it wrong. They say, hey, you're not doing your job. Irish people be like, I know, yeah, I know. <laughs> Why the fuck would I want to do that? I've got stuff I do at home. I'm not working for him. You know, we can lose people get freaked out in the We can lose our jobs. I can lose our jobs. I can lose my job. In Ireland, we can lose our jobs. Brilliant. When? Next week. Is it? <laughs> I can start. I can take holidays now and then the job. Brilliant. Don't give a fuck. 
they don't, if you don't care, they say, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. Here we can raise that one. I don't give two shites. <laughs> two. That's how committed I am to not caring. And even if I could, I couldn't give two shites. I couldn't give two shites. I couldn't donate. <laughs> Two turds at the moment. That's how much. That's how much I don't care. <laughs> John Caleri. Great. Great. Oh, he's the master. Love John. Man, that was hilarious. Yeah, it was another top week, man. Another top week. And you're back. A couple of days, Ed's. You're back in a couple of days. Back Monday. All right. For another back Monday morning. For another good week. At the crack den. Nice one. Well, enjoy that mm-hmm. festival over there. It's time we to sign off, eh? If you're enjoying this podcast, please uh, share it and review it and tell your friends and family about it. And uh, yeah, do. If you love comedy, yeah, keep signing. And thanks love for all support. Thanks for uh, all the subscribers so far. It's uh, It warms our heart and the uh, the comedians are delighted to have their clips up. So um, yeah, man, it's all flying. So yeah, Instagram, if you're not on it already, and do follow all the other comedians uh, on the old gram as well. And uh, today we had Jack Hester, James Cadden, Taryn O'Sullivan, John Cleary, all on the gram. Maybe, maybe Twitter as well. I don't know. <laughs> Ask Elon. He'll, he'll know. Elon no. will know. Stay off. Protect your <laughs> mental health. Yeah, delete oh, Twitter. Comedy Club is on Thursday, Friday, Saturday at the Workman. Yeah, let's start the campaign right now. Delete Twitter. Delete Twitter. Um, at least for a week. How about that? Hashtag, hash, hashtag, give us a break, Musk. And that hashtag <laughs> will never take off because it won't exist because Twitter is going to be deleted. Because Twitter's Delete gone. Twitter. Delete Twitter. Why not? Um, Why not? Go out and look at the so sky. check out the Cracked In Comedy Club live every week. We're on Thursday, Friday, Saturday at Workman's and on Tuesdays at Mulligan and Haynes. Yeah. Uh, if you like Twitter... Why don't you start bird watching? Look at real birds. Get out in the nature. You know, you'll love it. Put your phone away. <laughs> Delete Twitter. Put your phone away. Unless you listen to Crackton. If you, or, if you like, or following the comedians. If you like bullying, if you like bullying people online, Delete Twitter, bully them at the workplace. Bring it live. Yeah. Do it for realsies. You get more of a kick out of it. Yeah, you'll love it. But yeah, thanks again for listening this week. And we'll talk to you next week. Keep the messages coming in. Keep following, keep sharing. Thanks very much.